What's up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Rock Hippie Adventures podcast. If you don't know, my name is Keith. I'm Mel. Yep, that's Mel. Yep. I'm really glad we have our regular music back. I know we had it last week, but I missed it. Did you? I really kind of did. I like it. <laughs> Makes me happy. And we don't have to listen to that spooky ass shit you're playing. <laughs> she didn't like the spooky stuff. She's so gl- she loves October, but I'm sure she's glad Rocktober is over. Yeah, I'm glad it's it's all done. I don't want to ever watch any of those movies again. I did get desensitized to them, though. I think as they went on, I was kind of feeling yeah. the ridiculousness yeah. in them. Right. Which I don't know if it's good or bad. It's good. Okay. I'm still not watching them. Doesn't mean anything. My body will regain its 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 uh <laughs> its uh. I don't even know what the right word is. What is the right word for that? There is no right word. My lack of scariness, whatever that is. <laughs> my night, my naiveness. Is that it? I don't know. Fuck, I sound stupid. <laughs> my brain is dumb today. So guys, girls, we got a super special episode for you today. So we're not going to be taking up too much of your time in the beginning because we want to get to the lavish. Always the awesome. Entertaining. <laughs> Always entertaining. Mike from Whack Brackets joins us this evening. Otherwise known as a brother, your brother from another mother. Yeah. Like my Siamese twin that we were split literally at birth. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. To meet somebody that you're not like physically in the same space with like online or through podcasting or whatever the case is, DMs for y'all to be so much alike. It's frightening, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So we've already recorded our segment with uh, Mike and it's coming up here so- shortly after the break. Um, the great thing about this is so you're going to get like commentary beforehand a little bit that we spent almost an hour recording a show uh, that was and then almost another hour afterwards just yeah. shooting the shit with him <laughs> over Zoom. It was awesome. Yeah, so we we we're like, okay, we'll we'll stop the show here. Okay, so you know, keep it within time constraints, you know, and then we just continued to drink and talk for another yeah, hour. We should have just kept recording. We could have had a whole part two because I'm pretty sure the more we drink, the more that the entertainment value went up <laughs> yeah, or was, down. I don't know which one. Yeah, it, it was quite entertaining. It was just good fun. I mean, it was just good fun uh, hanging out. We're definitely going to do it again. Hell, I don't know. I, I might try to convince old Mike to do a music show. I don't think you'd have to twist his arm too hard. Yeah, I don't know. He's you guys so would many- be great though. He, God, he's like a freaking walking encyclopedia of band information. I mean, he'll yeah. def- you know stuff too. But he's like different about it. Like he'll rattle off shit. And I'm like, well, does he just like look this shit up? But he's just getting off. I mean, he just knows it. Yeah. You yeah. know your music really well, but he seems like he knows a different genre of music yeah. really well, which would be kind of cool to see. Yeah. And here. I don't know. I don't know. He's got so many pots in a fire, pans in a fire, whatever you want to call it. Irons? He's got a lot of dogs in the race. Oh my God. Every cliche. Word. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, we're... um. We're, we're continuing with our Rocket or Block It. Yeah. Check out our uh, Instagram page. We have one up there that's going to be on our next show that we record. Um, so look there. Next week. Yeah. yeah this week's week. show we're recording, not this week's show Ow. that's releasing. So yeah. what you've already seen on there is not coming out today. So it's going to be always a week behind, but just gives us a chance to yeah, see what's going on and record. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. so this week there's one out there. So go ahead and check up our Instagram page and leave us a comment and uh, yeah. tell us which one of the two would you rock or block. Yeah. So we had, like I said, we had a super, super killer time with uh, old Mike. 
Yeah. From the whack brackets. The not the it's whack brackets, but you can always consider it the whack brackets. Yeah, the whack bracket. Like the Walmart. We no, got a it, whole tangent. Did we get on that? Yeah, we got on that. But I think it's less of the Walmart. It's like when you see professional football players like on the Sunday night football. Oh, yeah. And they're down there. My name is Danny Glover from the Ohio University. Or oh, yeah, when they always I'm Johnny Jones that. from the U. They always put the in yeah. front of the university. That'd be like, I'm Melanie from the Appalachian State University. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The well, greatest university in the world. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. I feel oh like I gosh. needed to hype it up. <laughs> did, did you need to hype it up, you mountaineer? <laughs> they brought up my kid in their college. I paid enough between me and my ex. Come on now. So you want to pay more money to put your kid into college? No, they just need to let her in for free. Yeah, that would be nice. No shit. <laughs> that's I mean, happening. seriously, between me, my ex, his stepmom, and my sister, that's four people in our family that went to Appalachia. There's no such thing as legacy tuition. There should be a... There, well, I'm going to call up good old Joe, Joe B and talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah, now that you got elected, why don't we get universities give us legacy tuition? Yeah, help a sister <laughs> out. I'm a teacher, come on. I got no cash for college. You know, uh, not that my dog was in the race again for the, the presidential election. I'm glad it's over. God, well, I'm so- I, Again... Let me let me preface that by saying I'm glad that part's over because we still got yet more to come because I'm sure. Yeah, it's not the, done. The legal stuff is but about I to happen. Dare, but I dare a motherfucker to text me, though. Text me one more time. Like, I literally. <laughs> hey, literally, Junius. <laughs> yeah, Junius. Whoever Junius is, hey, Junius, stop giving out my damn number to every single one of these political things. Yeah. I bet he probably wrote it down one time. If I could, I have literally had, I, I don't text a lot. No, you don't. Chat. Yeah, and you're I don't, just dinging all over the dang place. Yeah, I don't. I don't text. I don't like. I don't talk to a lot of people in general. Yeah. So the people I do talk to either hit me up on like Facebook Messenger because that's you know some yeah, of my yeah. friends down south. My kids, all my kids, hit me on Snap. Snap. Yeah. Nobody literally texts me on my phone. Like the only time I get texts on my phone is like when you send me like a link or a picture or something that we're transferring because it works better right, over text. Right. Right. Or. Yeah, telemarketers. You're not, you're not a big. You're not. I've a text gotten person. more texts in the past two months than I got all year. Yeah, literally. And do we have to all pay year? for those if they send them to us? No. Did I have to pay for when I hit? Well, I mean, I don't pay for them, but do people have to pay if they hit stop? No, tell them to no, knock just that a, crap off. It's just a normal text. I know it's an automated thing. Like I know yeah. that it goes through and it's not a real person's yeah, yeah, phone. But I went off on somebody. Yeah, you I did. I literally told them to stop texting me because it was for one political party. And yeah. I told them to text me one more damn time and I'm going to vote for the other person. Yeah. Literally. I did stop for a while. So somebody <laughs> got that text message. But then they just started back up again. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Hi, that the genius. texts are going to stop. The phone calls are going to stop. And gosh... The ads. The damn commercials. And we don't even have live TV. So how the hell are we watching this shit? I know. I see. I just like, because we watch like CBS All Access when we were oh, Big, Big Brother or something like that. Damn you, Big Brother for that. And it was like every, like it, there was nothing else. Like you you didn't see another. They weren't, no. they were not sponsored by anything other than the political no. parties. I was like, can we please have a laundry detergent commercial somewhere in here? Yeah, I would love to how see. some Christmas commercials? I want to see I some Tide Pods. Like can we yeah. get some Tide Pods on here? Drink some Tide Pods if they kept putting them I was going to start eating them like the millennials God, did. And, and and try to kill myself. I've been fine even with it not even being uh, Halloween if they would have thrown on some Christmas and, ads. And I've I don't know about yeah, I don't know about anyway. every other state being in North Carolina. I don't know how other well, we, states were. Yeah, because I was being. But uh, 
Well, yeah, and so we have Cal Cunningham and Tom Tillis that was running for Senate, and between Tom Tillis getting money from the drug companies and Cal Cunningham <laughs> sleeping around with <laughs> sleeping around with a with a disabled bet's wife this is all we heard for fucking two months like oh my gosh Kyle remember Cunningham. it got worse though it was oh, like yeah. first he was a first he was a vet then he became a disabled vet and yeah. then he was a yeah it was like and now and now to- and now the armed services are are are, are investigating Cal Cunningham right. for sleeping with homeboy's wife look man i don't care i, I don't care I, I don't i don't i don't care i don't care who he's sleeping with i don't care what I, because I, I don't care. I wouldn't have voted for either one of them. No, you wouldn't have. Like, please, like, if we can get some more libertarian pot smoking candidates in office, <laughs> we wouldn't have all this bullshit to be dealing with all the time. No. Man, come on. Anyways, that's, like, that's come up here to Woodstock. That's what it feels like. <laughs> no, Hanging I'm just I'm just glad Asheville. that part's done. Um, I, I don't have. I mean, I'm just glad it's done. Yeah. Let's move forward. You know? Yeah, I hope everybody can kind of, you know, it's not get themselves happen. together. I know, but I, people, I'm people, optimistic. It didn't matter who won. No. Either side would have been pissed. Either side is going to do what they're going to do. The, if it was, if the Republicans would have won, if Trump would have won, and somebody would have sat here and said, hey, let's move on, the Democrats would have been all up my ass. Democrats win. The Republicans would say, hey, we can't move on. We can't, we can't just let this happen. I know. Come on, man. Look, just like when people were pissed when Obama won. People were pissed when Trump yeah, won. Everybody's always you got pissed. four years. If yeah. if this goes down and Biden's your president, Biden's your president. Yeah. People's like, well, he ain't my president. Well, unfortunately, you live in the United States. He he kind of is your president. Yeah. You know, so you need to learn how to live with it, move forward, and and adapt. You know, I. That's what we all do. When Trump came in office, we all. Some people's like, I ain't I. Adapt. Yeah. Wait till the next four years. And, yeah. and and the good thing is, and I, this is what I'll say. If it goes down as Biden's president, nothing happens. The legal battles don't overturn anything. Nothing went wrong. Nobody cheated. Right, right. If Biden is your president, what I will say is, is that if this is truly how it went, I honestly thought, I mean, I thought Trump probably would have pulled this out. I just kind of, you know, just kind of the way it, it, it felt at yeah. first, right? Mm-hmm. If this is true. Then everybody said, hey, we saw Trump come in office. We don't want this again. This is yeah. what we do not want. Right. Go vote. Yeah. If this is if this truly how it works, if this truly what happens and it's legit. Yeah. Which gotta hope so, because I, I don't care to see any more drama. Yeah, I don't I mean You know, hey, he won four years. Yeah. In four years you did what you set out to do. You got Trump out of office. So Trump's out of office. For everybody who's pissed off about Biden or will be pissed off about Biden or whatever, you can do the same thing that just happened to Trump. You can make your voice hurt. Yeah. I don't care. Like, seriously, do what do what your right is. Do what your freedom is. If you believe there's a freedom and your vote counts, then you go vote. That's what they did. Voice, The voice made change. Yeah. So good. Good for them. Good for everybody out there who went and made their voice heard. Unfortunately, my voice can never be heard because we only ever get 1% of the vote. (laughs) (laughs) Your voice is silent. My voice is almost silent. If we can get 10% of the vote, that would help. But I I just don't, until people get pissed off with this two party, this two party race, it's not a two party system. No, it's a two party race. It's a two party race. We allow this to be a two party race. Yeah. We do not allow anybody other than a Republican or Democrat to get in because we have this this indoctrinated viewpoint of politics that they're the only people that can actually 
Do and it. you're voting against each other. That's yeah. the thing. It's not necessarily. Stop, stop being afraid to yeah. make, if, if you really want your voice to be heard and you do not like your contestant or your, your, your Republican or Democrat candidates, you've got other people on the ballot. You just have to learn who they are. Yeah. Take the time to see your options. Support other people. Because if this is how it's always going to be, then it's kind of not a democracy. It's just, it's just a two-party system running it. But anyways, that's besides the point. God, your soapbox was really high right then. Well, you know, you got fired up. I didn't. Get, just, I really didn't get fired no. up. I'm just. I'm just You're saying. You're just tired of it. No, nah, I know what it is. I like. I said. I don't. I don't. It doesn't get me all riled up like other people in politics. Yeah, they get no. so bent out of shape because their person didn't win or their you know their party's losing or whatever. Whatever. Well, yeah, my fucking par- basketball game. Jeez. Well, my problem is, is that yeah. it's democracy, I, and I'm going to air quote democracy because I still kind of have my. <sighs> my inhibitions against what the what our democracy really comes down to with the electoral college and the popular vote looks like this year it might work out the way it's supposed to be yeah but if if we believe in democracy and the majority votes then you believe in your voice being heard even if you're in the losing half at least the majority decided even yeah. if you're against the majority, it doesn't matter. Right. Democracy happened. Yeah. But people can't see it like that. Your no, rights are being demonstrated. Your rights are being exercised, but yet you're pissed off because you lose. I get it. We get butt hurt. So if you are always the loser, like we are, libertarians, we got a few people that in the office. For? Yeah, that's what they're all for. <laughs> Unfortunately. But There's two know, seats, though, isn't there somewhere? Yeah, we got a couple seats. We got some... We do have some county seats. We have some state seats. We do have a couple of federal seats, I think. Yeah. Um, there was but, two others, wasn't there? Yeah. When but, we looked at it. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, it, it, we just don't have enough candidates running on that side. It's just my belief system. But it is what it is. It doesn't matter. So, you know, but hey, you, your voice can be heard. If that's how you feel, go and vote. And you did. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm hoping for the best. I always do. Yeah. I don't. I don't try to go. Well, oh shit, we're we're shitted out. We're 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 screwed now, buddy. No, I'm a, I'm optimistic. That I got to be optimistic because yeah, if you're not optimistic, to. it's gonna suck for you. So for every Republican out there who's bitching and groaning, I understand. We all have our holdbacks against everybody who goes in office. So just get through it. Get yeah, through it. Find something. To God knows if we it. were yeah. if Trump was back in office, we have to get through it too. Yeah. Absolutely. It right doesn't now? matter, really, honestly. Nope. I don't care. I just hope there's some positivity change. Yeah, we'll see. Something's got to happen. Everybody's c- so tired of all this COVID stuff and everything else. We need something positive. Yeah, we're worn. Yeah, we're worn. worn. You we're can worn. feel it. I hope. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just everything. This is. I hope the policies that were presented year. in this election yeah. actually happen. Yeah. If that's the truth, if if. If I can say I've never seen policies that are given in elections never come true, it seems like. But hopefully these will. And if not, then he'll, like everybody else, just another politician. That's how I see it. Yeah. Anyways, guys and girls, we got some great shit coming for you with Whack Brackets. Mike, I hope you're checking it out. If you were tired of all listening to shit we just talked about, that's fine. Move on to. Hit uh, past the ad. There's the jackassery. Yeah, don't hit past the ad. Listen to the ad. Well, I think they have to. No, they don't have to. They can't skip the ad. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Don't skip the ad. Help us out. Help a poor podcast out. No, I'm just picking. I'm, I'm not even trying to sell myself here. We do it because, you know, we love it. Yes. 
So uh, with that being said, guys and girls, we'll be back in a minute with the man, the myth, the legend, Mike from Whack Brackets. Welcome back, guys and girls. Thanks for checking out the ad. Uh, as we promised. Yes. For so long now. Right? Yeah. We have got the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mike, from literally, that word again. Literally. Literally, my favorite podcast. Yep. Whack Brackets. It is. What's up, man? You're hey, how are you guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm living living the dream over here, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's great. I'm in the bag already, so if you get the worst of Mike or the best of Mike, you're not going to sure which one you're going to get. <laughs> like I warned you, it might be old cover band Mike. Uh, we'll take can, anyone. Yeah, we'll love them all. Yeah, whatever, whatever we get, we're, we're we're happy with. Especially since you know we we did a spot on his show. Yeah, we did eighties hair uh, bands, which mm-hmm. is coming out soon. Can't wait! Oh my gosh, it's going to be epic. November eighth and 9th. so it may already Sweet. drop by the time this is released, yeah. but it is it is set uh, late on the eighth. So yeah, it'll be very yeah. soon. It'll be the same day. Oh no, yeah, eighth or ninth. Yeah, so that this will come out on Wednesday. So yeah, that's perfect. So yeah, falls it'll be good. a whack bracket rock hippie like week extravaganza. <laughs> right. So Mike, first thing I want to ask is is I know that you have the Whack Brackets podcast, mm-hmm. and I know there's another podcast that you do. What I really want to know is because I'm always curious. The first thing I like to talk about with people is how did you figure out podcasting something I want to do? Like Uh, what brought you to that conclusion? You know, it's been many years in the making because I started as a wee lad and I said, (laughs) oh, how can I take myself to the masses? A wee Irish man. Yeah, I don't know. A hillbilly Irishman <laughs> from the hills of Kentucky. No, I really, it was something that some of my, actually, my co-hosts on the other podcast I do, which is Only Stupid People, which hasn't dropped in a minute, and we need to record a new episode. My wife, Jennifer, co-host there. Her sister does a podcast, and even before that, one of my wife's good friends does a podcast, and ultimately, both of those podcasts are much, much more successful than the Whack Brackets podcast. But they seem to have a good time. And I was looking for things to do. And I was like, all right, Jen, you want to start a podcast? She said, sure. We started one. And from there, just decided to branch out, try the Whack Bracket thing. It worked out. It's like a mirror copy of me and Keith. <laughs> I mean, it is. That's how you knew you wanted to marry me. Yeah, that was that was that was the moment. It is true because you wanted to start a podcast together. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We we talked about this one time. We were riding down the road. We was coming back from one of my many trips trying to get my storage unit at the beach straight. And that was all of July. I had I had ran a podcast, or we I've done a podcast a few years ago. We did I did one for about three years, and. I've been, I had that itch again, you know, you just kind of get that, like, I really need to get back into it. I missed the whole podcasting just itch. I knew nothing about it. She knew nothing about it. (laughs) So we were coming back from my friend's house doing some work and she looked over, we were talking and I said, you know, we should do a podcast together. You know, like we'll do, you know, outdoor stuff, nature trails, maybe, you know, just dialogue type of thing, nothing big. And she goes, you know, I got the perfect name for it. And of course we, we described this in our first episode where we talked about that. One of our friends called us rock hippies and she goes, I got a good name. How about rock hippie? And I thought it was good. And 
about a week later, we were talking about getting married, like throwing it back and forth, kind of joking at first. Yeah. And I said, you know, it, it became real to me when you said I'll podcast with you because <laughs> there's the nothing commitment. more. There's no there's no bigger <laughs> commitment and doing anything than actually podcasting together. <laughs> so she was actually the one that like pretty much initiated the wedding. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty she much. Did. Yeah. What did she get did on get her there? knee? And, yeah. Did she, did she get on her knee and be like, Key Wilson, will you podcast with me? And you were like, Oh, I would love to podcast with you. I should have been like, will you accept this really expensive microphone (laughs) as a token of my love and commitment to you? (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that'd have been great. Like, damn, I missed my opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, so it was, it's, it's kind of like not the same thing. No, it's not, but it's kind of similar. <laughs> similar enough. Does it with his wife? It's something they enjoy doing together. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's it's, it's okay. It's, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's where my brain was going with that. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't always connect the dots. <laughs> my internal conversation is way different than my external conversation. <laughs> See, that's the difference between me and you, Mel, is that my internal conversation <laughs> and my external conversation are almost identical with one another, which oftentimes get me into a lot of shit. <laughs> right somebody else <laughs> what can i say <laughs> yeah, i've come to the conclusion talking to keith before the whack brackets podcast as well as during before this podcast he and i kind of share a brain as well as musical taste uh, which is kind of hilarious yeah you it's, totally do well and it was crazy because when i can't remember what it was but it was something oh it was the mass singer when buster rhymes got revealed and he he sent oh, a, yeah, he yeah. sent that comment and I was like, "What you love Buster too?" Yeah, he did. He really did. I was like, "You oh. love the Buster? You love the Rhymes man? You really is in a new school guy, Charlie Brown? I mean, because <laughs> yeah. like, yo, gee, where the splits at? Give me some more. <laughs> it was great, man. I was like, y'all are brothers from another mother. Yeah, that's Pretty really much. what it comes down to. Yeah, because I mean, it's crazy. And then you know, of course, he invited us on to do the hairband yeah, yeah. thing, and I was like, man, come on, metal and old school hip-hop it's just it's perfect oh and our our hate for the metallica blackout oh my really gosh yes. <laughs> that is right oh. i forgot about that like kidding. how like how often do you meet somebody who likes metal music right and yep. says the black album's terrible yep like, never because i love it well of course you love it <laughs> it's not metal it's not metal. It's nostalgic for me though like that's middle school like i remember sitting in my I, friend's house listening to that whole little thing and me and Sarah used to listen to that from front to back. That was like our thing. Man. I get it. So you must be younger than Keith and I, because ultimately Not there older was than him. <laughs> and you couldn't have been in middle school then. How old are you? Keith? High school. Oh, it was high school. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. High school. Okay. I was going to no. say, you're because right. It was 90. It was high school. 91. Yeah, it was high school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was it 91? Yeah. I moved here in 90. It was 91 because yeah. Nirvana's Nevermind came out in September okay. of 91, which is probably the one of the greatest albums ever. But black album came out around the same time yes yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. so it's 91. it's probably when i had like money to buy my first album my first <laughs> cd or something because i drove i don't know well yeah i mean i, I listen have an to, affinity for it we i mean i, I was, don't listen I, to it now like i haven't heard it in years but well every time i anytime i hear james hatfield's voice start to croon across something it gives me like anxiety yeah like it, it makes me <laughs> it makes me nauseous <laughs> oh that's a 
that's an intense reaction of Metallica. It, it kind of is. I don't know if this was a skit that like one of my buddies, one of the funniest people I've known is, is one of my buddies. I'm not sure if he stole this from somebody, but I remember shortly after, especially the Black Album, when he was talking about James Hetfield and how he must drive through to McDonald's. He's like, I will get fries <laughs> and a large shake. <laughs> yeah. so he, may, <laughs> he may have stolen that from something. I don't know. But when he used to do that bit, it cracked me up. So it's okay. We, we appreciate it. It is true, though, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just epic. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, yeah. It cleared the throats there. Yeah. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to jump into, we're going to do this throughout the, the time with Mike because okay. just mix it up. So as we're running this show, very sloppily and unprofessional, of course. That's not true, roll, though. <laughs> yeah, we don't we're like, what are we going to talk about today? Let's just make it up. Yeah. So we got, yeah. well, apparently, Keith, you've never listened to Wide Brackets. You said you're a fan, but everything we do is made up. And you're like, we're going to make all this up. And it's like, we're unprofessional. It's like, hey, that's what I do. I Let me it. say, my, one of my favorite episodes is in the middle of the show. They're 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 passing back and forth this the question Mike's already set up for the two and he's like hold on we're just gonna change the question right I now I love it I we're just gonna it. change the question right now well, how about this and the whole bracket just goes into a difference but I'm oh, like it's great and I'm sitting there listening to it I'm like damn it I was hoping the other dude was gonna win <laughs> <laughs> and All a right. strange change of events Mike so so <laughs> changes I'm, the questions <laughs> I've never asked Mike about his sports affiliations oh okay. okay? So I'm going to, I'm only reason I'm going to ask this is so I, so I can get some preface for myself before we ask this question. Okay. okay. So favorite college team. I don't really have one. Mm. Um, honestly, I will say this. I grew up a UK fan, but I went to UofL. Okay. And I grew up around a lot of university of Kentucky and UofL fans. And I realized they each have their equal problems. And it, it's literally like growing up, between UK and U of L and I'm, I don't talk political very often and I don't care what your political affiliation is. I have my own. Everybody does. Political affiliations are like assholes. Everybody has one, <laughs> yes. but you don't need to see it all the time. Right. So ultimately it doesn't matter, but that was the thing that I realized growing up being a UK fan and then going to university of Louisville is that ultimately you just have your own opinion and it is what it is. And then I kind of lost. I'm not a big college fan anymore because college kids, no offense to them, they are not professional athletes. I'm more of a professional level fan at, at the college uh, or at the football and basketball level. Okay. Okay, good. Favorite football team? New Orleans Saints. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Oh, That's yeah. That's his. On your eyes, you're shitting me. No, yes. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh my gosh, y'all are separated at birth. Is your name Randy Keith Wilson <laughs> Jr. too? I don't know. It's like this is Keith hilarious. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, Saints became. Well, I grew up in Carolina, North Carolina, uh -huh. so we didn't have a football team. Exactly. We didn't have a football team in Louisville either. Right. So you know, we we grow up, and you know, you pick. And so, of course, I was following my dad like Oakland Raiders and my grandmother was like Redskins I don't mind the Raiders because the Raiders got that swag to them but when I got older you know and I got married I just started following the Saints even when they were bad and then mm -hmm. over time I just continued to grow to them. so as an adult I became a Saints yeah, fan it's true so that's crazy that's just I love yeah. it 
I've been a Saints fan since I was roughly, let me see. The reason I first started liking the Saints is similar to you. I didn't have a football team. Now, this was actually before football was on TV regularly. Because I'm so old, football wasn't very common. You used to have like four channels or three channels, and you might have one football game a week. Not no remote. (laughs) Oh, exactly. You had to go up. You had UHF and VHF. You're spinning the knobs. You got the big spinny dial on the bottom. My dad would be like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. We walk in there like, will you go change the chain? I'm like, damn it. Every time I fell for it. (laughs) Or or worse yet, if like he, he may say, can you like change the antenna? Can you move the antenna? Because the antenna's antenna. <laughs> Get your my my people called it antenna. Oh. But we're, we're we're sophisticates here. <laughs> so, but no, what happened was I didn't like everybody I knew grew up. You have one of several affiliations, but not many. Cincinnati Bengals, which were for the oh, losers, yeah. because I'm from Louisville, and Cincinnati was the closest team at the time. Mm-hmm. The other two were the Dallas Cowboys and only assholes I knew like the Cowboys. So I was like, fuck the Cowboys <laughs> or the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I collected football cards and I was like, I'm going to go through my football cards as a kid. I remember most of the cards were like 79, 80 or uh, long story short, they were, it was a set of football cards. And I was like, I'm going to pick my favorite football cards. And I'll instantly have my, love my Archie Manning card, my West oh, Chandler card, yeah. my Chuck Muncie card. I was like, I am a Saints fan. Mm-hmm. And you talk about bad news for years. See, you caught the Saints <laughs> late in life. Yeah. I caught the Saints bug early in life. Aints. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. Aints. I saw, th- I remember watching football highlights when they, I think they were 0 and 14. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they played the Jets and they actually beat the Jets. They were going to be 0 and 16 and they beat the Jets with Richard Todd as the quarterback. And funny enough, within like a year or two, Richard Todd became their quarterback. So it's like, we got to take the guy that we were actually so bad we could beat. Yeah, it's, yeah, I could talk Saints. I could talk Hokey Gajon. I could talk Guido Merkins. I have a Guido Merkins jersey. I have a Hokey Gajon jersey. Oh my gosh. It's, it's old school. So that's, that's, that's excellent. Well, because for me, it was growing up college basketball was i played basketball in school so college basketball was my thing so i really focused on basketball i watched football but i never really played it so i didn't watch it as much watch it with my dad it's kind of thing i picked up on the raiders but when i got older football became it like all i wanted to do was watch you know professional football yeah sure i didn't have that affiliation to any team so and and since you brought up dallas cowboys this bring it this brings us closer together as as brothers that we are not related by blood because my favorite team of national football league was anybody playing the Dallas. Exactly. (laughs) So like somebody's like, who's your favorite? Anybody playing the Cowboys. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but then as I, and I became affiliated with like certain players and then it was, it would just, I gravitated to the saints. Well, also um, my ex-father-in-law, uh, who passed some years ago was the most uh, he he was born in New Orleans, grew up okay. in New Orleans. He was a diehard Saints fan. I mean, love the Saints, and he supported that team like like everybody else who was a real Saints fan when they wore paper bags on their heads when they were Saints. <laughs> I mean, and I've never seen anybody love a team as much as and it it kind of grew my affiliation with that team at that time too. So it was it was great. But yeah, so. This is really good news because we're going to focus on Dallas Cowboys being your hated team. Yes. I'm good with okay. this. Okay. So Saints is his favorite team. Right? Yeah. 
And even though Dallas is not technically their rivals, I know Washington and Dallas, but now that the Washington is not the Redskins and their football team, team it's no longer a rival for me. (laughs) Cleveland will be the football team before too long. They're trying to get them to change their name, too. (sighs) All right, so here we go. This rocket to block it right now. It's the most dangerous game of Would You Rather Ever. Because <laughs> okay. apparently it's true. I'm still I'm I'm allowed to talk today because we're recording. Yes. <laughs> hey, here, right. here goes the Mormon talk again. Yeah. Poor Mel doesn't get to talk on what is it Tuesdays pick, or Wednesdays? I, it's only on Wednesdays, only and on I Wednesdays. picked it. It was either Pig Latin or Only Talk on Wednesdays, and I chose Only Talking on Wednesdays. Pig yeah. Latin will be really hard. <laughs> so, it's really awesome. not too difficult. No, but I teach Spanish, so then it's Spanish Pig Latin. Then it becomes a huge problem. What? How do you say pig in Spanish? Pig is cerdo. C-E-R-D-O. Cerdo. Latin de cerdo. Yep, exactly. See? Some Espanol in there. I don't know any. <laughs> I'm not sure if Latin is Latin, but I'm shit up it's over Latin. here. No, it's right. It's you, you're, you're shitting me. No, guys. it's right. <laughs> Latin. Is the more Mike drinks, the more Spanish he yes, knows. Yes, right? <laughs> Are you drinking a cerveza? Which one is that? <laughs> no, this, this is a Guinness Extra Dark. Oh, By the end of the night, you're going to serve. You're, you're going to refer to me as Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel from Guinness. <laughs> Miguel from Braquettes de Wack Braquito. <laughs> that is totally not right, I promise you. <laughs> that wasn't. It was good, though. <laughs> it was convincing to me. Hey, I teach middle schoolers, so that, that sounded exactly like what I hear every day. Yeah. That's, that's the shit you get back on your homework. Yeah. Me llamo my llama. That's my favorite. May llama. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, here we go. Would you rather watch your favorite team, the Saints, lose to Dallas every time they play? Or, oh, you know what? I didn't give them the I didn't give them the, the, the whole instructions to this whole rocket of blocking thing. Baby, fuck that up. Bad. I'm, Rewind. I'll make it up as Boop. you want to go along. That was perfect. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> So it is. So it's would you rather, but you get three clarifying questions and we just make up shit to your answer. So whatever yeah, so you ask, we up. just decide on the end. So, um, you know, like if you're like, well, what if it's like this, or, you know, or you like, OK, so if I say, would you rather be a dog or a cat when you wake up in the morning and you say, well, if I wake up as a dog or a cat, would I still be able to speak as a human or would I still eat human food? To clarify which way you would go, you know, kind of things like that. So but we're just making up whatever helps, we pick. It kind of helps you decide which way you really rather go. But anyways, right. I'm good with that. Would you rather see your favorite team, the Saints, lose to the Dallas Cowboys every time they play, or would you wa- rather watch the Saints make it to the championship or to the Super Bowl every year, only to lose? Uh, you know what? I will say this. I remember the season the Saints won the Super Bowl. I think, I think they were 13 and 0 and lost to the Cowboys uh, going into, I think they were undefeated. I could be wrong. I think they were undefeated, lost that game, and ended up winning the Super Bowl, which was great with me. I'm fine with that. Regular season games are, I won't say worthless, but they're meaningless a lot of times. So that doesn't bother me as much. And sure, it would suck to lose the Cowboys every time. But everything's a long game. You can't yeah. be selfish. And even though I may hate the Cowboys, and I actually don't hate the Cowboys as much as I used to because I actually I, I like Dak Prescott. He doesn't bother me at all. There are a couple of other players on the Cowboys that I don't dislike as much. 
I think it was a growing up thing. I think it was more of a fan thing. Uh, at least now where I live, I don't have as much cowboy love in Nashville. And I think the Cowboys, even though they're called America's team, which actually makes sense considering that COVID's ruined America in 2020 and Dallas <laughs> ruined America for years. But, but that being said is that I don't really have the angst I had against Dallas. Uh, I don't, I hate the Falcons almost as much as the Cowboys now. Maybe more. I'm not sure. I swear, close. the two of y'all. <laughs> craziness. Yeah, but the reason I hate the Falcons is because they followed Saints from the old, uh, uh, what was it, the South? They're in the South now. They were yeah. in the West. Yeah. They're in the West, and then they followed them, and they put the Buccaneers and the Panthers on there. And I really don't mind the Panthers now because I love Teddy Bridgewater, one of my favorite players. Mm. And so I don't have that angst towards – either one of those teams, but I do have angst towards the Falcons. So, yeah, I think that I'd, I would be fine losing to the Cowboys as long as we had the opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Nice. Okay. Play I, this. I want to answer yeah. that question for myself because I have a clarifying question. Okay. Would okay. I be the only person to know that they would lose to the Dallas Cowboys every single time? Like, does everybody know that or do I only know that? Only you know that. Then I would take that one too because I'd go put a shit ton of money down in Vegas. Oh, look at her! Every fucking year, playing the fucking long game in here. Nice, right? Nicely every played. Every year, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm taking Dallas to beat the. I don't care what the odds were because you know they're not probably that great, and I would win every sing, every single year because nobody would be on to me. Nice. Hey, you know what? My buddy always tells me, one of my best friends in the world, uh, you can't bet enough money on a winner. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter as long as you win. Mm-hmm. Well, you would be guaranteed that one game every time yeah. Dallas would play them, you would know that that was the outcome of the well, game. Yeah. There you go. I'd be yeah, even if you're only guaranteed like a five percent return, which on yeah. a bet would be pretty good. You just mm-hmm. take your life savings every year, and then by like yeah. several years later, you've got double, triple your money. Absolutely. And sometimes, so yeah, I totally agree with you, Mel, one hundred percent. Yeah. So that that's my uh, thinking yeah. on that one. Well, and it's funny because he again states how his his loathing. Yeah. for the Atlanta Falcons, which is number two on my most hated list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the Falcons. I, I've never liked them. Just despite, I don't even like the Atlanta Braves. No. Like nothing from Atlanta is good for me. I, you <laughs> know what? That, that, I won't They're- say this. I, I hate baseball in general. So I don't have a hate for the Atlanta Braves. And I'll tell you why is because, uh, Cable television actually did a good job introducing me to baseball when I loved statistics when I was a kid. I have a math major. And one of the things that taught me statistics was understanding baseball. And when I, when cable television was introduced to me in the early Mm eighties, you had the Braves and the Cubs, there was WGN and WTBS. So instantly I was able to see a lot of baseball. So you love the Braves, you love the Cubs because those were introduced to you. Yeah. So I I don't have that angst towards the Braves, but also I have zero loyalty towards baseball at all. So I don't have an (laughs) angst towards a baseball team because I don't really like baseball anymore. Right. Right. I only pay attention when the Cleveland's winning because I just know. The Cleveland, not Cleveland, the Cleveland, the Cleveland, the Cleveland. Yeah, the yeah. Cleveland. Are, are you talking about Cleveland from the family guy or a different? No, Cleveland? Cleveland. I grew up in Ohio. I moved to North Carolina when I was 16. So I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you know where Youngstown is? Yeah, I knew. Yep, exactly. I lived. Um, It's like the southern part, right? 
I have no idea, but the guy that I mentioned earlier, um, one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, he grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, nice. Yeah, I grew up outside Cleveland, like 30 miles to the east, almost to Pennsylvania. But yeah, my dad is a huge Cleveland Browns fan, so we are born and bred and all that good stuff in the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> worst team ever that's why i was like Let that me is not that the worst team ever no it's really not well they're okay now they used to be terrible they're still yeah. terrible but yeah the saint the saints were arguably the worst team ever until they won the super bowl Pretty and then yeah. yeah uh and I, I won't go on a diatribe about why i think reggie bush was people think reggie bush was overrated ultimately what reggie bush did was he he was a game changer in that he was the first running back that caught a whole bunch of passes. Yep. And now I guess Roger Craig for the 49ers did that a lot too, but he was one of those kind of hybrids. He was not as good a running back as people thought he was, but he was grossly underrated as well as he brought for a kid that couldn't see football on TV when he wanted to, or I guess I'm an adult at this point, Yeah. but he started, he, brought popularity to the saints yeah he did and which allowed them to be played on regular television mm -hmm. regularly and even if he wasn't as good he allowed us to get fans and some people hate bandwagon fans i love bandwagon fans because Absolutely. then i don't have to buy the nfl ticket like i used to because i see enough saints football so i don't that's right they get the more fans they got the more television time they get exactly i'm all in on that yeah, absolutely. And not only that, Reggie Bush was one of the first running backs that really made a push for fantasy leagues go to PPR, which is points per reception, yes. mm -hmm. because he was not that he was the first that really did it, but right. he did it so well. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you got guys like now, like Alvin Kamara, who I think is probably oh, one of yeah. the best backfield receivers I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Dude, well, that, it's just. Well, that was the thing about Reggie Bush. I remember getting in a Twitter argument with a guy, which is like literally the dumbest thing you could do. <laughs> but I did because I mentioned one time about uh, Alvin Kamara. I was yeah. like, uh, you know, just just flank him out and run him as a receiver because they're going to put linebackers on him. And he's yeah. like, oh, you're playing Madden. I was like, literally, they did that with Reggie Bush several times. And every time yeah. they did that, Bush would run down the field. Reggie Bush could have been a wide receiver. And they even talked about that. You can see if if your Google skills are good enough, mm -hmm. literally, they were like, he is a professional receiver as well as a running back. Yeah. He just wasn't like the best at either of them, but he was really <laughs> good to them. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see. Like, and, and I know our rabbit trail is going. Oh, but I don't care. It, it's amazing I to see how, like, people look like, because Reggie Bush, you know, you think his career wasn't as long as it could have been. But what he did while he was at the Saints is the honest reason why that team literally turned around, why they were not only getting money, they were getting yeah. television time. Yep. People started wanting to come to the Saints, which internally built that organization up that eventually led them to that Super Bowl and led them to what they have now. And well, my goodness, I mean, you know, and, and I won't exhaust your podcast with Saints, but it was it was a perfect storm of Saints things. You had the Drew Brees the Drew Brees, like the Cleveland uh, Drew Brees coming in after literally wanting to sign with the Dolphins and mm -hmm. then turning him down because they said that his his arm was shot. Yeah. And so he got there, Drew Brees with the draft pick, as mm -hmm. well as that's when they started really Sean Payton comes in and they started yes. drafting a bunch of low, like uh, 
Pierre Thomas comes in as a free agent. And I remember seeing Pierre Thomas in the preseason going, this guy's fucking good. Yeah. And I have a Pierre Thomas jersey. I've got four nice. jerseys. I have a Guido Merkins, Hokey Gajon, uh, Scott Fujita, and a Pierre Thomas jersey. I so four, love that. My four favorite Saints. And ultimately, like, Pierre came in. I was like, this guy's a motherfucker. He's great. As So as well as you get Marcus Colston getting drafted seventh round out of Hofstra as a tight end. Yeah. They just literally brought in the magnum forces of un, unexpected awesome. And yep. it just, it was a perfect storm. So, no, you're right. And Scott Fujita is one of my favorite players, too. Oh, Scott Fujita's a motherfucker. He's a beast. Oh, I love Scott Fujita. My, he and Jonathan Vilma, probably my two favorite linebackers. And now this might be a little predate you um, as a Saints fan, but I don't know. Do you know who Sammy Knight is? No, I don't know Sammy Knight. Oh, Sammy Knight. Uh, he was a safety play for the Saints. Mm. People love uh, Ronnie Lott, and you should love Ronnie Lott because he hit like a truck. But Sammy Knight used to hit like a truck. Got no love for uh, him. Sammy Knight, one of my favorite players, too. Awesome. I, 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 have, to, on I have to clarify on Youngstown. I should have known that. I was like born near it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> There you go. I, 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 I was like, I know where it is because I, yeah, I grew, I was born in Salem, Ohio. So, are you not, a witch? Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, maybe. Well. Oh, wait. Oh, you said witch. I'm sorry. I thought it was a bee. Was, <laughs> my bad. Damn, um, I'm not that big a dick. I mean, I'm not the best person in the world. Shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I should have should have known that we yeah. lived there when I was little. I mean, I don't remember because I was really little and I was a baby, but. I was born in Chicago. Don't remember shit. So there you go. Yeah. It's all good. But yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Literally right there. Youngstown. You were just born here. <laughs> I was created in a lab. <laughs> a lab? A lab. <laughs> you were not. Not even close. I don't even have parents. <laughs> You're a junior. You have a parent. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Damn, that's not even nice. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh so, <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> we call each other that all the time. It's oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm, I'm walking back to the refrigerator. Check it out. <laughs> oh my god, I love so, it. So, so commentary is uh, Mike has picked up his computer. He is yeah on the way to the kitchen. It's dark as shit. It is holy uh -oh. shit. How do you? Oh my say? god, it is dark. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a shitty camera. I'm real, it's <laughs> walking in the dark. Trust me. I have to find a a area. Oh my god! Look how behind you. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> holy shit okay now I'm, I'm walking back to the light walk to the light mike walk to the light. There I'm, just okay. safe over here. Right, I'm back <laughs> well this will be a good one because i have a i have a, a rocket or block it that might go along with the dark part so it's oh my actually the dark, part. the dark part i love the dark dark meat tell me something all right so um here's our rocket or block it would you rather have a this scares the shit on me when i, I can't even hardly read these because it freaks me out so bad would you rather have a clown only you can see that follows you around everywhere and just stand silently in the corner watching you without doing or saying anything or have a real life stalker that dresses like an Easter bunny that everybody can see? Let me ask you this. <laughs> scares the shit out of me. I guess the question is this, okay? So I can see the clown. But he's just like not doing shit. Now the Easter Bunny is he doing shit or is he just like following me? Uh, he's he's your real life stalker, so he is stalking everything about you. 
But is he going to like do anything to me or is he just like no. kind of follow me around? No, he All follows right, I, you around. So it's the well, opposite. Like the clown follows you around, does nothing. The Easter bunny stalker but, will follow you But around. nobody else can see the clown, right? Right. Nobody can see the clown, but the Easter bunny, you, everybody can see it. This is a tricky one. And, and I'll tell you why. It's like the good news is I think if the clown, I think would bother me in the fact that I could tell people and they wouldn't see it and they would think I was crazy. Easter Bunny would bother me in the fact that every time I went out to go eat or something, he's hanging around. Yeah. And then, like, people wouldn't <laughs> want to hang out with me. So it scares the shit out of me in a clown would. <laughs> really? Like, imagine looking, like, in the, like, in the background right here, like, when our Zoom thing, and there's just a creepy ass clown sitting in the corner right there watching us right now. Or the Easter Bunny can be in the window. I don't know. Yeah. It, <laughs> Here's the thing. It, your cat is a creepy ass clown. Yeah, she is. He's like, just hanging in. I see he's it. Shunning us. She's like, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm done with this conversation. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think this would be a beautiful mind situation. I think I could overcome the clown a little bit and go, okay, well, I'm just fucked up. Mm -hmm. And I like. And that. don't get me wrong. In theory, I think it would be cool for a short period of time. To have the Easter Bunny could be like, look, this motherfucker follows me around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's not going to hurt you, though. No. But after a while, it's like people are like, I don't know. If this guy's following Mike around all the fucking time, eventually he's going to strike. Because people don't follow people around repeatedly mm -hmm. unless they got something in mind. So, so I think that I would at least be able to overcome the clown mentally. That's nice. where I'm going to go with that. I nice. like that. Yeah. It's a good nice. answer. Yeah. Do you want to answer it too? Oh, I, which one would you pick? The Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny. So you would have a real life stalker follow you around. Yeah, that's fine. Oh my gosh. I'd shoot some bitch. If it <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> See, I, did, I didn't go that. He got all dark as shit. He's like, I killed the motherfucker. Johnny Darko following your ass around. <laughs> that would be the coolest fucking thing ever. Are you fucking kidding me? Like that, that would be the coolest fucking thing ever. I disagree. There are a lot cooler things than that. Donnie, I would rather like, have I would yeah. say this. Okay, let me rephrase. What if Sofia Vergara followed you around all the time? That's a lot cooler than an Easter bunny following you around. I don't know, man. Just think that the really? fact of yeah, I, 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 Who's your girl crush? You don't have one? I mean, you don't have one, do you? No, like I don't. Like celebrity girl crush? No, I don't. None? None. Hmm. No, no, I, no. So that's why you picked Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I told you, know, I'm a weird son of a bitch, man. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah just... Oddly enough, I really don't have girl crushes for yeah. celebrities. I mean, I, I just threw Sofia Vergara out there because I saw her on a on like something earlier where people was like crushing on her. Don't get me wrong. Super hot lady. Congratulations. She's she's an older lady. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm actually into the older broads. My wife's older <laughs> than I am. I mean, honestly, it's, it's a thing. I, I don't understand guys that are still like into like, oh, look at her. She's super hot. I'm like, dude, she's 18 or 19. That's <laughs> yeah, right. that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't yeah. get that. So so, you know, I'm into the older females. I'm cool. Yeah. But I actually do have several man crushes. Timothy Oliphant. Hottest man on the planet. Super good looking dude. He is. He is a strangely interesting man. I don't even know who the fuck that is. What? Babe, what? if he's in a movie. Oh, yeah. Really? I'm, I, well, you, you're, we're dealing with the person who 
haven't hasn't seen like I just watched the Pirates of the Caribbean, all of them, just now. I'm this many years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Seriously. Keith, I've I've gotta know. I've yeah. gotta know. Mm-hmm. Because if you tell me you like this show, because not many people I know like this show. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Justified? TV show Justified? So. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I have or not. You probably haven't because no. I've literally watched this several times all the way through. It's six seasons. Timothy Oliphant is the main character. Walton Goggins is a secondary character. No, I haven't seen that Such one. a great show. If you can get through about the first three quarters of the first season, which is generally procedural, mm-hmm. um, they change it up. I could explain to you. I won't wear you out with that. But yeah, watch the entire series. Justified is what it's called? Ah, Justified. I, I'm down. Okay. I love some Timothy Oliphant. Oh, Timothy I'm Oliphant. i Oh, he's a, he's a damn fine looking man. Yeah. You know who he is. Once you see it, you're How like, oh, I know who he oh, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm out. Oh, I'll see yeah. y'all later. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> what was he? I watched him in something. Well, and he was, he was, uh, he showed up in The Good Place as well. Uh, at the end of, oh, yeah. yeah he, I think he showed up as himself. Yeah, he or did. Or as Rylene Givens, pretty much, yep. which is the justified character. He yeah, was exactly. in Deadwood. Yes. He had the big bushy mustache. I'm trying to see if there's a place where I saw him. He's in Scream too. Yep. Yeah, but that don't matter. No. Have you ever seen Santa Clara to Diet? Yes. I love yes, that he's, show. he's he's in Santa that? Clara to Diet. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I really. But I love Drew Barrymore. If I did have to have a girl crush, she'd probably be one of them, just because she's fucking kooky. Yeah. I like the weird either. chicks. The weird chicks are cool. I mean, I'm well, a- she she's also probably having like coke flashbacks from when she was a kid. All right. Cocaine lines at <laughs> eleven. So. Mm-hmm. Same? Is that what you said? No. Same? <laughs> Shit. You said you like the, the weird chicks. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about like the cocaine flashbacks oh, when oh, you were 11. Oh, oh, no. Don't let her lie to you. <laughs> what did I remember? remember? I didn't even know where Youngstown was. So, you know, <laughs> this is happen. true. This is true. <laughs> so, so what brought you? Okay, so you are just a hair. Not much older than A I smidgen. Am, but just a smidgen. Just a little bit. A little bit. It, 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 it. Piqued my curiosity when you were like, you jumped, and now we talked about the Buster Rhymes thing earlier. And I'm like, mm-hmm. does this man like old school hip hop? Like, I like old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's super. Like, you don't find. No, not our age, not too much. No, no. Cause everybody's like, oh, you know, I like some of the 90s stuff, but like, you gotta be like, <sighs> like for me, I'm like deep, deep old school hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. I love I love the culture. I love the background, the story, everything about. We might have to get a picture of him in his little uh, crisscross outfit. <laughs> did ah! Daddy Mac make you jump? jump? He did. He, he lived the culture. That was my kid and play days. Oh, your kid and play days. That was my Sorry, kid and play I days. Apologize. Okay, right. let's, let's get it right. Okay. Yeah. You know. So no, I, I guess you're a house party fan then. Oh, my God. I love house parties. <laughs> I'm sorry, kid. Play, but kid play was one of those groups when I was coming up. It's like you kind of. Martin did, Lawrence right? was in that old. He was the third wheel, right? Yeah, I'm right. Okay. He was, but yeah. So I mean, it was just it just. So what sparked you liking like, and I'm not gonna say old school hip hop, just hip hop. Just like what brought you into that realm? You know what? I'll be 100 percent honest with you. Is that I was, I guess it was a late was the late 80s i guess i was about 10th grade 11th grade mm-hmm. beastie boys album came out licensed to ill as well as run dmc with the crossover with the aerosmith walk this mm-hmm. way 
And the funny thing was, was that was straight up pop hip hop. Yeah. But then I was riding and this is going to sound like the craziest thing. I was riding in a car with a guy who was playing ice teas, rhyme pays. And I was like, this is fucking insanely cool. Yeah. And then I started looking at some other stuff and then I started leaning into it. I was like, okay, because as you know, before mp3s etc even mm-hmm. before the napsters and especially before the spotify's you had to buy an album you had yes. to take a swing yeah absolutely and it was always a risk because you never knew what you were going to get and i was pretty fortunate on a couple of levels i took a swing on rhyme or let me see if uh, it's paid in full by eric b and rakim oh my gosh that's my favorite album of all time <laughs> all right you know you know what i'm thinking keith Oh my Keith, gosh. Keith, you know what I'm thinking? Oh, I mean, I'm thinking of a master plan. Ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. So I dip into my pocket, all my money spent. So I do depot, but still coming up with lint. So I stop my mission, leave my residence, thinking, how can I get some dead presidents? I need some money. I used to be a stick up kid. So I think of all the devious things I did. I used to, I'll stop there. But oh you, you see where I'm going here. You're you saying see- he's lip syncing to you. <laughs> nothing greater <laughs> oh so, my gosh so yeah I'm looking, I w- for, I'm looking for the scar on one of you because you guys were separated at freaking birth i'm telling <laughs> you what like y'all were just split apart <laughs> that is excellent okay so eric b and rocky have painted full oh, yeah as well as and i got the album i'll tell you the one that turned me on to public enemy was there was the an album called <laughs> there's an album called uh it was based on a movie called less than zero Mm-hmm. And I bought the album, not for, uh, it was, um, shit, I can't bring the noise. Uh, and what they had on the album, though, I bought it for like Aerosmith and shit because they had Aerosmith, they had Johnny Winter mm-hmm. on the album. They had a bunch yep. of good rock shit. But I listened to the album, fucking bring the noise came on. I was like, what in the fuck is this? So then Face. I bought the, how low can you go? Death, Death Row. What a brother knows. Once again, back is back the incredible. Is incredible. <laughs> Rob <Rhyme> Animal. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> D public enemy number one. 507 freeze. And I got done. Oh my God. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no so yeah. Long and sh- <laughs> so, so long and short is I heard that. So then I bought the Yo Bum Rush the Show tape. Yes. And I was like, this shit is and i love the east coast rap everybody loved the west coast rap i was not west coast i wasn't the nwa guy I wasn't yep. all that shit epmd i love epmd eric and parish making dollars oh my gosh eric and parish making <laughs> dollars what are you kidding? dude i was so east coast growing up like i was like when i found hip-hop like of course i grew up in a very predominantly poor neighborhood um kind of rural but like my influence around me was very little white influence. I didn't have a lot of white culture around me. So I grew up with just understanding that hip hop culture. And I got into like deep hip hop, like deep old school or not deep old school, but deep hip hop, like everything East coast was coming out at that time. Like EPMD, anything coming out of Def Jam. Was, oh yeah. Def Jam was, was sick. It. And then like when I hit on the like poor righteous teachers and, and then when Leaders of the New School and Tribe Call Quest and the Jungle Brothers and Queen Latifah and Heavy D and all them people hit outside, it was just like I was done. Like, I didn't think there was any other music at that point. Right. But yeah, dude, that was. <laughs> but Public Enemy was one of those groups 
that entrenched me deep into hip hop, especially Chuck oh, yeah. D and his philosophy and the way he could deliver and hit them bars was just oh, yeah. Chuck none. D has probably the best voice. I don't know. Chuck D has missed his calling because literally he could do the James Earl Jones and he could like just he could talk. He could read a vacuum yeah. cleaning manual. I would <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pretty much right. Beautiful voice. I mean, it's yes. so dope. He's he's like the Dennis Haysbert of hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did oh I just God. hit on Keith? I don't know. It did something though. Mind flip. No worries here. We're good. <laughs> I see. And the thing was, it's like you people will comment on posts like on Instagram, right? And you you get some interaction back and forth, and you kind of feel a vibe from people. But when he commented on that post. I was like, this dude, he's not just like, like he's just not throwing me. something out. Yeah. 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 Like, there was, there was, it. Yeah, yeah. And and now I'm like, yeah, like, seriously, I, I never, I didn't have an older brother. I think I have one. I think you do. <laughs> amazing. It is, it is super, it is, it, it's amazing to meet people. And, and I think we talked about, um, me and you were talking about it, Mel, at one point where the the community and this is this is the part that i love the most so far especially because of your show mike um is that we start to see this community between podcasters like mm -hmm. you having other podcasters on your show and doing what you're doing and, and it's it's good fun we get a lot of laughs but what you also see is there's this this deep-rooted community in podcasting which i hope is being seen when people listen to show like Whack Brackets and other shows that host. I know like Beasel Boys do mm -hmm. a lot of hosting. They host a lot of other podcasters on their show as well. And they do guest spots, which will be on that show actually next week or yeah, yeah. recording with them. Cool. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just like I'm developing a kinship with other people like Mike and uh, the guys over at Beasel Boys and the, the, uh, the couple over at bread and cup podcast that are out of Seattle, yeah. just because we communicate, we start on Instagram and we start communicating back and forth. And it's one of the greatest things like having Mike on the show and us just conversing and bullshitting and just laughing and cutting up, but also getting the chance to just talk uh, and, and being able to put this dialogue out into the public is, is an amazing thing that yeah, we're yeah. able to do this in this time, because I think at no other point in time in history that we, and, and even in recent history, we're starting to see platforms that develop, that are being used for more than just, you know, a political space. Informational. Yeah, informational spaces and stuff outside of your celebrities who are making the money doing it. Now you got people being in a community and a network doing it. And I love the fact because that's what I see. That's what attracted me to the Whack Bracket show mostly was the ability to bring other people in and hear something different, different points of views, even if it's the silliest shit you ever heard. I mean, yeah. seriously. It is. I like it too because I I think I had mentioned even when you're on his show that even when you're doing the whack brackets and you're listening to it, you know, we listen to it in the car, we have our own conversation. So you're creating conversation not only on your podcast, but then also for people that are listening to it, having their own side conversations about whatever it is that you've picked for that topic, which I think is great. So well, I appreciate that. Kudos it's, to you. Oh, well, thank you. It's I I have to agree hundred percent with both of you, is that I've been very fortunate. I have not had one bum steer on my show. Everybody, I try to vet people. I mean, I'll listen to podcasts beforehand. I want to. You make didn't sure do a good job with this one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, too good of a job. He's like a clone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's hilarious Perfect. because yeah, it's. 
but this is the thing that you know Keith mentioned and and you kind of uh, backed up is that there's such a great community out there in the podcasting community that most people that are putting themselves out there, especially, I, I think some people are putting themselves out there thinking they're going to be the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, you know, you can argue whether Joe Rogan's a good podcaster or not. I don't listen to his show. I'm sure a lot of people love it. Long story short, it is what it is. Uh, different strokes for different folks. And, but I'm not looking for listeners. If I get listeners, that's awesome. I really would love to appeal to people, but that doesn't mean that I have to appeal to people. Right. I'm doing it kind of just for fun. And my wife and I started our podcast just for fun. And then I was lucky enough early on when I just kind of spun off this whack brackets podcast where I had somebody reach out to me. He's like, Hey, I'll be on your podcast. I'm like, cool. And the next thing I know, I posted a message and then I had one or two people reaching out and then I started reaching out to other people and, and I've met so, so many great people. It's, you know, people that have that passion for something that you have just to kind of put yourself out there and be silly and be goofy. And I'm not looking, I'm not trying to change the world. I don't think any of us are. We're just reaching out there and trying to have a good time. You know, it's a, The world's a shitty place sometimes. Uh, Let me rephrase that. The world's an awesome place. People can make the world shitty. And there's no reason to let that interfere with having fun. And there's enough enough serious podcasts out there. You know what? I'll let those guys be serious. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. I'll do something stupid. That's that's exactly how we feel. Like Yeah, we oh I mean that was yours from when you had your podcast previously yep. that he said he didn't care if one person listened to it or you know a thousand people listened to it. He's gonna read you know, do it the same and we've kind of had the same yeah mentality with what we're doing. Yep. Cause it, it goes back to like um it goes back to when I was a youth pastor. It was like I did this for the passion of what I loved. Right, right. And whether one kid showed up or there was a hundred kids or whatever it was, it was, you know, I was doing it for the passion and that's why I do this show with you because it's our passion for doing this It's why Mike does what he does because it's his passion for doing that. And that's, I think that's what makes genuine podcasts too. Like you can tell the authenticity behind someone's show when they're, they're really doing it for their passion of, of the show, the passion for me for podcasting. Cause I love as stupid as it sounds. I know I made a joke about it earlier, but I love the editing and the audio portion of it and figuring things out. I mean, that whole technical part of it is, is, is kind of in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like the creative side of it. Yeah. yeah. I like unlike, making art. <laughs> you know, unlike Fred Durst, you know what he did it all for? <laughs> the the nookie. What? <laughs> what? What did the he do nookie. it all for? What? <laughs> You're back in the dark again, we see. Oh, I'm getting another beer. So. Hell yeah. I, I love the I, I love the the dark beer runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is this has been an excellent show for me. I, I mean, we could this podcast could last like for hours just because oh, it's I mean it, it, it's ridiculous. We don't want it to, but it would it could be the longest podcast in history just because of of, of, well, of, I the, just, it's of the conversation. It oh yeah. It is, man. <laughs> I'm entirely entertained by you. Nobody else may listen to this and I apologize because I may be the most boring guest ever, but I'm no, you're not. You're very entertaining, (laughs) especially when you got Pete and repeat on the show. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
stupid. I'm, I, I feel mean, like I'm a mediator. Like your turn. Yeah. Oh, you already said the same thing. Oh, and you said the same thing. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. Yeah. It's it's like we're the Spider-Man meme pointing <laughs> at each other. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Silly asses. So, um, guys and girls, we we have enjoyed our time just because it is getting into the almost hour mark on the second half of this show. We're going to get ready to get out of here. But, Mike, I want you to uh, give you a chance to tell people where you're at, what you're doing. Um, if they don't know Whack Brackets by now, shame on you. But They should because you give them a, a shout out every time. Pretty much. And it, and, the, and it comes up genuinely. Like, I'm not even kidding you. It's not like you were even trying to throw Whack Brackets, but something will happen. You'll be like, and Mike over at Whack Brackets. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Awesome. He'll sing you a little acapella. He'll sing you a little uh, Twisted Sister. I don't know. Whatever you got coming out of your... <laughs> I want to rock! Yes. <laughs> you got to know it, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess uh, I need to pitch my spiel here. Yeah. Yeah, quickly is you could reach me on any of the social media platforms at the Whack Brackets. Not the Whack Brackets. Not like, not the, like the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like a law Walmart. It's at Whack Brackets. Nobody else wants that shitty name. So I took it and I'm running with it. Uh, it. Instagrams, tweeters. Don't fuck with me on the Facebooks. I won't respond to you. You can send me an email. Anything at Whack Brackets. You can send it to Pete and Repeat at Whack Brackets. You can send it to <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Blow ass at Whack Brackets. I will get all of that. But no, seriously, guys, thank you for having me on. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's this has been it. a blast. It it's, has. <laughs> Period yeah. enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of disturbing to know that there's somebody else exactly like me out there. I thought I was one of a kind, and then... You're two of up. a kind. Mike shows up. <laughs> it, I mean, but that's the beauty of all of this, though. You would yeah. never know that you had Absolutely a twin not. out in the world. Absolutely not. <laughs> it was it was, it was, was one of those random chances where I see this whack bracket on Instagram, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I listen to him. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I'm commenting on it. And he's, re you know, he's reaching out. He's like, hey, you want to do something? I was like, hell yeah, I want to do something, you know? So here we go. And okay. then yeah, I, I meet you my... Go. Your soulmate. I meet my soulmate. <laughs> so yeah, you we, you might be getting a divorce soon, Mel, because Keith and I we're eloping. Your yeah. wife and I will just get our own damn podcast and be like, those boys over at Whack Bracket. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> those assholes. All day long. <laughs> All day long. <laughs> All right, guys, girls, we appreciate it so much. Hey, please, please go check out Mike over at Whack Brackets. It is a genuine good time checking out his show he also does these things called snack brackets too so if you don't have a lot of time to check out the whack brackets check out the snack brackets it's a blast uh, and as always we want to tell you to live your life loud and bold and mediocrity is not an option for us and it shouldn't be for you and we know it's not for mike hell no peace <laughs> peace Thank you for listening to the Rock Hippie Podcast. Please leave us a review, a rating, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Also, you can check us out at www.rockhippieadventures.com. You can see this podcast, other podcasts, YouTube, and blogs. Also, you can leave us a comment or email us at rockhippieadventures at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Rock Hippie Adventures. Thank you for listening to the show. Look forward to seeing you next time.
I listened to the album, fucking Bring the Noise came on. I was like, what in the fuck is this? So then Peace. I bought the How Low Can You Go? Death, Death Row. Death what a brother knows. Once again, back is back the incredible. Is incredible. <laughs> Rob Animal. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Deep That's... public enemy number one. 507 freeze. And I got done. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, long and short is I heard that. So, then I bought the Yo Bum Rush, the show tape. Yes. And I was like, this shit is and i love the east coast rap everybody loved the west coast rap i was not west coast i wasn't the nwa guy I wasn't yep. all that shit epmd i love epmd eric and parish making dollars 